0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode four of Crazy Insurance Lady, breaks it all down for you. I am the crazy insurance lady herself, Gay Glenn. I'm a licensed insurance agent in all lines of personal insurance products in more than 21 states. And I am the creator, producer, and host of this podcast. If you are new to this podcast, welcome. I'm glad you found us. My goal with these podcasts is to present good, solid, legit insurance information to folks like you and me, regular people who don't have access to their own personal insurance agent. I can be that agent for you explaining all types of insurance coverages, how they work and how you can make them work best for you. Speaking of being someone's agent, shout out to the people I helped this week find their particular coverage. I have three new clients. I am very grateful. I'm glad you found your way here. Thank you for listening. And I thank you for your business. Each week during this podcast, I focus on and take apart a different type of insurance or something insurance related. And insurance, remember, is designed to protect you from losing everything should your worst day happen. So far, I've talked about renter's insurance, life insurance, um, letting you know that more money is available for you if you have medical insurance through healthcare.gov, the Affordable Care Act, the healthcare marketplace, any of those three things they are the same but if you have medical insurance through healthcare.gov you can listen to episode number three and put money back into your pocket as soon as the beginning of the month by the way today is no different today we're going to be talking about all things dental dentists and cleanings and flossings oh my talking about how to get help paying for the things you want or need to do to your teeth and some health consequences, physical bodily consequences of what other things can happen if you neglect your teeth, your chompers, your tefers, and tufuses, whatever you call your teeth, we're talking about them today. And, of course, a little bit about how communities of color, black, brown, Asian, Native American, uh, how we interact with the dental community. How, as usual, seems so far, research shows that black and brown communities and Native Americans and Asians as a whole have more untreated dental issues cavities, etc., and less access to services, including the very important preventive services like checkups, cleanings, and and simple fillings. We lag behind for a long list of reasons. Uh, Data from the CDC reveals kind of a two-pronged problem. Number one, use of preventive care is not equal. Like checkups, cleanings, and things like, for children, fluoride treatments and sealants to prevent cavities. It happens less for Black, Asian, Hispanic, and Native American communities and their children. These same discrepancies are found in the adults of those communities. Children in Caucasian communities are, according to an earlier CDC study, Caucasian communities are half as likely to have untreated tooth decay as others in more marginalized communities. So put another way, children in communities of color are twice as likely to have untreated tooth decay. And adults in communities of color, again, are twice as likely as their Caucasian counterparts to have untreated dental disease as well. That's number one. Number two access to services is not equal, and that also helps maintain that unfortunate discrepancy. For example, there are high levels of unemployment and poverty, lack of infrastructure, transportation issues, and a dearth of dentists of color. And of course, we cannot leave out the historic systemic overall suppression of communities of color. And that suppression affects much more than just dental care. But dental care is the mission of today's episode. Let's get started. When most think about going to the dentist, they think about that whine of the drill, you know, painful shots to relieve pain, ironically, and cleanings, maybe, Today, we're first going to talk about what happens when you don't take care of your teeth. Even though I will say dental health or talk about dealings with your teeth, it is more correctly stated as oral health, of which teeth are just a part, because there's the tongue, the cheek, you know. So I'm going to continue to say dental health and refer to teeth, since that makes people think about the mouth in general. And the dentist's office is where most of us will encounter someone dedicated to checking that part of our body, that cavity, our mouth at the dentist's office. Neglected oral hygiene. And I'm not talking never going to the dentist, like once in five years or so. You know, a lot can happen in five years, my friend, but rather like not brushing regularly or not flossing because that's important too. Neglecting teeth, besides growing cavities and such, can cause a whole host of other issues to course through your body, causing increased risk for getting all kinds of diseases. When you have undetected issues with your teeth, so there's something amiss and you haven't had it checked out yet, when you have undetected issues with your teeth, like gum disease, something very wrong with your pink gums, all the bacteria that are in those infections, those not well areas, they spill over into the blood. And then suddenly you're more likely to get, for example, hardening of the arteries. That stuff that flows out of your teeth, that bacteria builds up along the linings of your blood vessels. You're likelier to develop diabetes. And if you have diabetes, Poor dental health can create complications with the diabetes, neuropathy, for example, tingling of the hands and feet. That gunk that pours into your blood from infected gums, say, that can lead to dementia. Check this out, fellas. Erectile dysfunction can occur, I think I have your attention now, if you don't take care of your choppers. And guys, if that fact alone doesn't send you skittering off to find a dentist, I do not know what will. Arthritis, specifically rheumatoid arthritis, you know, the kind that bends people's hands and fingers all out of shape, that kind of arthritis happens more often to people with gum disease. All kinds of worse things just seem to be waiting, waiting for someone to not take care of their teeth. Luckily, there are dentists out there, people who specialize in mouth issues, who will be happy to take a look into that mouth of yours and tell you what's what. Not so luckily... Getting in to see one of these people is going to require money or some kind of equivalent. And if you don't have that, then there's information to get treatments for low to no cost that you have to avail yourself of. We're going to talk about all of those things today. Where to get help as in, for example, an insurance type plan that works kind of like medical insurance. Looking for help as in a discount plan program where prices are set at some discounted rate and where to get help as in I don't have any money I need help paying for it all of it or most of it I got a little bit of information about all of that when we come back back in a minute And we're back. We were just about to discuss how to be able to afford to go to the dentist. What kinds of plans, insurances, programs are there out there to help either help pay the cost or have you paying little to no cost out of pocket. All of these are ways that you can find help out there. You won't have to pay an arm and a leg and maybe you'll get some of those nagging dental issues taken care of once and for all. The first way that most people cover the cost of going to the dentist on a regular basis for checkups and cleanings and occasionally for cavities and crowns and root canals, etc. Uh, but on, say, like a twice yearly basis for cleaning, most people are able to do that because they have some kind of dental insurance. So, much like health insurance, you pay a premium every month, a monthly payment. If you don't pay the monthly payment, you have no benefits, and usually payments are due one month in advance, naturally, and so dental insurances work similar to that. Just like medical insurance, there are two basic types of dental insurances, HMOs, uh, health maintenance organizations, and PPOs, preferred provider organizations. Well, they're actually DHMOs and DPOs, putting the word dental in there. But HMOs and PPOs, and most people, I think, might be familiar basically with the difference. With an HMO, health maintenance organization, you belong to a very specific and closed network of dentists, orthodontists, etc., And you have to choose a primary care dentist, just like a primary care physician in medicine. One dentist you choose, who's in the network, who will be your dentist. And everything you do teeth-wise, you go to them first right? And then they will help manage your care. They will help decide the next steps and make any referrals that you may need. You always go to your dentist first with anything. When you use the network providers, you get the savings through the insurance company, uh, the agreed upon rate of the costs of the work you are going to have done. That's a DHMO, Dental Health Maintenance Organization, you belong to a closed group of people, Uh, you see a primary care dentist, and they help you manage all of your care. The other kind of dental plan is a dental PPO, Preferred Provider Organization, and this is a more open group. You can go to any dentist in that group, specialist or not, and as long as you use what is called a participating provider, a dentist who said, yeah, I'll I'll be in that group, they can come to me, as long as you use a participating provider, the agreed upon rate for the work that you have done will be paid. Now, between the two of these, the HMO, where you have a primary care dentist, so to speak, and the PPO, where you have the pick of the crop, the PPO is going to be the more costly every month. It stands to reason, right? The HMO, you have less choice. The company tightly controls every player in that game. And you have to play by their rules, of course, so you have less freedom and you have a lower cost per month. Seems like even in dental care, freedom costs money, but that's a whole other show. Basically, whether you choose a dental HMO or a dental PPO, they work about the same. Each will cover cleanings at a 100% level, meaning you don't have any out-of-pocket costs, not even your copay. You can pay your first month's monthly payment, the premium, and make an appointment for a cleaning for the very next day if there's an opening. But you get what I mean, right? A free dental cleaning twice a year every six months. And like I said, the dental cleanings are not subject to any kind of a deductible, meaning they are free-free, no money out of your pocket. Depending upon the perks of your plan and how much it costs per month, you will probably have a once yearly deductible, an amount of money you have to pay before the insurance benefits will kick in. They always get their share right up front, right? It's something relatively small, $25 or $50. I don't think I've ever seen one higher than $50 with all the insurances that I have, and after you've paid the dentist whatever your deductible part is, say you have a filling and it's $100 and you have not yet paid your deductible of $25, you pay that first. The insurance company then will help you pay the other $75. But you are likely to have a yearly deductible which resets every year of 25 or $50. But when you do have the insurance The rest of the bill is predetermined. The prices are predetermined. And the insurance company will help pay up to your yearly limit, you know, $1,000, $1,500, or $2,000. I haven't seen many plans paying out more than $2,000 a year. But what that means is that the insurance company will essentially give you up to $2,000 per year, to help you pay for your dental needs. So naturally, the fewer needs you have, the less money you have to spend. Right off the bat, either plan, the cleanings are free and you could make your first month's payment and feel like you've already gotten your money's worth when you get your first cleaning. Basic cleanings and checkups are free and those benefits are available immediately. Unless you have had dental insurance continuously before you get this new plan, so it'd be a different plan. If you are new to dental insurance, those cleanings and the checkups are free right off the bat, but you will have a waiting period before you can get things like fillings and crowns done. Usually it's six months, depending upon the plan. There are some plans that make you wait up to 18 months. I don't know why you'd want to get a plan like that, but they are out there. So when you start paying your premiums and as you start to use the benefits of cleanings and checkups, in six months, you will now be able to get fillings paid for, get root canals done, have crowns placed on your teeth, things like that. But I got to tell you, when my dentist tells me that I need a filling or a crown, especially something expensive, it's going to take me six months or so to wrap my head around that to be able to get the money to pay for it. So I think having a six month waiting period is not that big of a deal. Uh, so while you're waiting for those fillings to get filled or that root canal to get done during those first six months, you can be brushing up so to speak, on your dental hygiene in time for your next free cleaning. Sounds like a win. All right, but how much does dental insurance cost? Well, I'll use myself as an example. My plan pays for up to $1,000 of dental work per year. I have a $50 per year deductible. I pay $30 a month, which works out to $360 a year in premiums. And there are some years I have used every penny of that $1,000 I'm allowed. So it has been worth it. But I would say around $30 a month for a good policy, maybe $40 a month. You can pay more per month and have a higher insurance payout. My limit is a $1,000. You could pay more per month and get more money to help you. But that depends upon you and if you think it's worth it. It might be worth it the first year or two that you have dental insurance, you know, get as much done as possible using as much of the insurance company's money as possible. But once you get things kind of under control, you no longer are dealing with cavities at every checkup. Things go well, cleanings go well, then maybe you can cut back to a lesser plan for that once a year, maybe, dental event. You still get free cleanings and checkups though. So those are two different ways to get dental care help if you want to use insurance. But what if you don't want to use insurance? Well, I've got just the thing for you. There are also things called discount savings plans that exist these are not insurances, meaning the companies don't pay anything directly to the dentist, but they have negotiated prices with their groups of dentists. So there is like an annual membership fee. And uh, if you go to one of the dentists in that network, you know in advance how much that discount is going to be, usually between 10% and 60% of the cost, depending upon the work And of course, the network that you've joined, you do have to do a bit of homework before choosing what would be the best plan, but any plan is better than no plan. Some help is better than no help. And the advantage of the discount dental plan over an insurance policy is that there are no deductibles. There is no upfront yearly one-time fee that you have to pay There are no deductibles and there are other discounts besides just teeth stuff. So there can be discounts for vision needs, eyeglasses, uh, prescriptions, teeth whitening. Okay. Most insurance companies do not cover cosmetic dental work like teeth whitening. A dental discount plan does. An insurance company hardly ever covers anything like that, anything cosmetic like teeth whitening, but dental discount plans do. Also, you can use all the discounts with your discount savings plan within a few days of enrolling. There's no six month waiting period for you. And the cost then for these dental discount savings plans figure between $80 and $200 a year. Choose the plan that has the benefits that you need. You need braces, get the plan tailored to orthodontics. The cost of the plan will be determined by you, by what you need. So here's where that honest conversation with your agent comes in. Tell them what you need. I can't stress that enough. Tell your agent what you need and we will do our best to find exactly what you need. I know I try to do that. So dental discount savings plans, they are alternatives to traditional dental insurance. Which one is right for you? You will decide. One is not better than another. Uh, Each is good for particular types of needs. Again, a good agent can listen and help you find the best one that's suited for you. Okay, crazy insurance lady, you say, what if I don't have the funds to get insurance or pay for one of those discount plans? How then, pray tell, shall I comfort my pearly whites? Oh, monsieur, I have choices for you. If you are not feeling either the dental insurance or the discount dental savings plans, there are options still for you, several different ways to get lower cost care, not lower quality care, lower cost only. Dental schools. Did you know that most dental schools have a student clinic staffed by legit dentists, and they're soon to be graduating dentist students. And in said clinic, the students do the evaluation and the work under the scrutiny and watchful eye of the real dentists. And the cost to the community at these community clinics is small. When I lived in Chicago, I went on a regular basis to an acupuncture clinic uh, associated with the Pacific College of Oriental Medicine, downtown Chicago. A clinic visit for me was less than $40. And the care, diagnosis, and treatment I received saved me tons, especially when I didn't have any health insurance. So I guess I'm trying to say student clinics work, y'all. Don't be afraid to look into going to a dental school student clinic. Dental hygienist schools have clinics too. (laughs) If it's just a cleaning you're after, check to see if there's a dental hygienist school nearby near Kansas City, where I live, you can go to the Johnson County Community College Dental Hygienic Clinic for $10 a visit. Come on, don't tell me you don't have $10. The point is, of course, that dentist clinics and hygienist clinics are a great way to resolve teeth issues at a fraction of the cost that would be in a regular dentist's office. A third option for low or no cost care, so we have dentist school clinics, we have hygienist school clinics, and a third option might be calling your state or local health department to see if they have any information about or any actual access to any free or reduced cost dental care. Ask about their financial assistance programs. Again, using myself as an example. I once had to apply for medical financial assistance when I was out of work in Chicago and ill, and a very prominent university-affiliated medical center provided that financial assistance to me for a year. For a year, I did not have to pay for any procedure or office visit at any one of their associated hospitals and or clinics. That was a level of financial assistance that that particular network provided for me. It was phenomenal. The point being, I needed care. I didn't have any money. And I asked for help. And I got phenomenal help. You got nothing now. What could you possibly lose for asking for financial help? So call your state or local health department. Ask them how they can help you. And lastly, check with the United Way. The United Way is an international organization and they have local chapters too. So check with your local United Way chapter to see what avenues they have to help you with your rows of 32 white horses. Whether you're able to pay for insurance or a dental discount savings plan, or you choose to visit the student clinics, or you take the route of asking for financial assistance, wherever you are on the continuum of being able to afford dental care and therefore good oral health, take an avenue and use it. Get your teeth and gums checked ward off preventable illnesses associated with poor dental health. Dentists are also the first line of defense in detecting oral cancers and other significant mouth issues. It makes sense, right? Go get your checkup and send photos of your pearly whites, your grill, your fangs, your ivories, your tusks, your choppers to me at onecrazyinsurancelady at gmail.com. On second thought, maybe don't. But you can send your questions, comments, suggestions to me if you would like. That's me, one crazy insurance lady at gmail.com. That is the number one crazy insurance lady at gmail.com. And now, for a bit of levity to lighten our mood even more after all this good stuff you heard today. Why did the king go to the dentist to get his teeth crowned? This has been Gay Glenn, the creator, producer, and host of Crazy Insurance Lady, breaks it all down for you. Check back this time next week when we'll talk about the different players in the game called insurance. So, tune in. I thank you all for listening, and I do invite you back next week, because, as you can see, I may be crazy, But I'm no slouch. See you next time.